I'm Mark Coulter, and this is the Carson and Coulter Podcast. Welcome to episode number 9 of the second season of the Cars and Coulter podcast with me, Mark Coulter, co-founder and CEO of events company Cars and Coulter LLC, here based in lovely San Diego, where each episode I speak with an expert or leader in a particular field or topic to do with either digital health, cybersecurity or reputation management. Key opinion leaders, or KOLs as they're known, have long been important to the life sciences sector as healthcare providers look to these experts to provide trusted information to guide their own decision making. Although recent years have brought about the emergence of a new type of thought leader in healthcare, the digital opinion leader, or DOL, as you might know them. DOLs are the individuals who have a large, focused and engaged audience who look to them for advice and opinion on specific treatment areas. And with the ever-evolving new digital landscape created as an impact of COVID, finding and building relationships with DOLs are more important than ever in developing partnership opportunities that can educate healthcare providers in the post-COVID world. To find out more about that and how life sciences companies can partner with digital opinion leaders, I chatted recently with leading expert Mr. Reed Roberts, Director of KOL Data Solutions at medical communications agency Precision Scientia, to elaborate more on why digital opinion leaders are crucial in this new digital landscape and what trends we can see in the future. Enjoy. Today's guest is Mr. Reed Roberts, Director, KOL Data Solutions for Precision Scientia, a medical communications agency and leading authority in interpreting and communicating the science of today's cutting edge therapies. Reed's group has developed technology and services to aid clients in identifying, understanding and engaging with HCP thought leaders in focused specialty areas, which I'm sure we'll find out more about during the interview. So Reed, Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. I'm a big fan of your show. So for people, Reed, that may be unfamiliar with the term digital opinion leader, can you explain a bit about that and specifically how that applies to healthcare? Sure. Well, to talk about digital opinion leaders, we should first talk about the concept of key opinion leaders or KOLs, you know, sometimes referred to as thought leaders or key stakeholders. And you know, these have long been an important element in communicating product benefits. You know, healthcare professionals look to KOLs in specific medical fields for trusted advice and opinions. 
you know, a busy doctor is not always able to stay on top of the latest research and turns to someone that they view as an expert for direction. There's a ton of studies out there that have quantified this. There's a recent digital education study that indicated that something like 83% of HCPs are likely to prescribe a new drug if it's endorsed by an opinion leader. So that's really powerful, you know. So educating KOLs on a brand and even involving them in studies and development are a way of aligning with these opinion leaders and communicating value to the rest of the industry. You know, even before COVID, we've seen this emergence of a new type of KOL, the digital opinion leader or DOL as we're calling them. And these are generally younger, knowledgeable, but less traditionally experienced HCP experts who have established trust with large online audiences by sharing curated research and opinions and online channels such as social media. So, I mean, the time really is, is now for starting to build relationships with these key digital opinion leaders in a brand's area. And the first step is figuring out who they are. Why do you think it's critical now for life science companies to uh, make an effort to engage with uh, digital opinion leaders? Well, I'd say, you know, one thing they are, increasingly more important voices than they ever have been before. So many people are online. And of course, as you know, during this pandemic, uh, it's completely changed the nature of, of live events that were a big part of the health indus- healthcare industry before. Uh, you know, live events have been replaced with virtual versions of them, virtual conferences and webinars. And they've just been so convenient. Um, and the technology has en- enabled people to to attend them without as much effort. And it seems like people are really beginning to actually prefer these events. You know, seemingly this is something that's not gonna change anytime in the future. It's just so nice to be able to attend a Congress from the comfort of your own home or from your office without dealing with all the hassles of traveling. So, you know, this has really changed the touch points that marketers have with their targets. And, you know, along with that, it's, you know, requiring a change in the tactics for actually needing to communicate with them. So. You know, DOLs and understanding who they are is going to be an increasingly important aspect of, of actually reaching out to healthcare practitioner targets. So how else, Reed, do you feel the migration towards digital communications has changed how healthcare marketers communicate brand messaging? Well, so many of the audience, especially the younger you know, healthcare practitioners that are coming on the scene are not, they're not, you know, meeting with in-person salespeople or medical liaisons to actually understand how a brand works. And they're turning to experts in online communities where they're really focused in a brand disease area. And it's just so convenient for a, uh, a doctor to go to one of these places to learn more about a disease and how best to treat it uh, versus these sort of live in-person interactions that were happening before. Um, and there's just so many options out there to interact with these, these online thought leaders. What's the process involved, Reed, for identifying and, and analyzing DOLs most relevant for a brand? I mean, what factors should um, be evaluated? Yeah, uh, that is something that I definitely specialize in. And, uh, you know, finding the most relevant DOL is, is not just as simple as listening for the loudest voices. There are a lot of loud voices out there. Um, it's really important to factor in a number of other considerations. 
And at my company, Precision Scientia, we've developed software and systems that help with this process. But these are some of the things that we take into consideration. Number one, uh, top of mind should really be looking out for, you know, risk and brand safety, you know, looking out for red flags and potential thought leaders, such as posts of non-factual content or uh, controversial opinions or, or uh, you know, uh, aggressive online activity. And then pharma companies should also pay attention to, you know, to look into if they're working closely with any other competitors. But outside of that, I'd say that the first thing we look at is an expert's reach and engagement, you know, looking just beyond just their actual followers, but at, you know, their further extended reach. An expert may have a large number of followers, but due to active engagement and sharing, their messaging may exponentially reach a larger and larger group of targets because uh, people are so actively sharing their content. So extended reach is something really look important to look at. Uh, another thing would be relevance. You know, how on subject are conversations and discussions? Is the person speaking mainly about the brand's focus area or is it one of many topics they're talking about? And then of course, you know, what is their own audience like? We built tools that help understand all the followers of a particular expert. And, you know, it's, it's really valuable to know if someone's followers are mainly doctors or if they're made up of a mix of other types of individuals. And then finally, I'd, I'd say we, we put a lot of work into evaluating a DOL's real authenticity. Does the influencer have genuine authority in the subject area? Is it someone people look up to as an expert? And are their posts unique? And do they have a real unique personality that's being reflected? So these are factors that we take into consideration and, and really help us identify who the most relevant thought leaders are um, in the digital sphere. So what do you feel, Reid, is the best way for life sciences companies to engage with the DOLs? So there's a strategic process that should definitely be put into place. And um, one of the first steps would be, you know, actually segmenting and categorizing the identified digital opinion leaders. Some categories worth considering would be content creators, sharers, networkers, conference promoters, scientific experts. But once you uh, categorize and segment these DOLs, it's easier to have more of a straightforward approach to developing use cases of how to actually work with them. So some ways that you could potentially work with digital opinion leaders, I'd say the number one most straightforward approach would be content co-creation. You know, uh, partnering to create content like educational materials, patient support, management tips. If a DOL is truly partnered with on uh, creating this content and they're actively involved with being able to contribute their authentic voice, then they're naturally going to want to share it with their own audience. It's going to be some work they're proud of, and they're ideally going to want to continue working with a company to develop more of the same types of content. Conferences are another great area. There's lots of opportunities around these online conferences to produce materials and partner with DOLs. You know, in the weeks leading up to a Congress, they could be brought on board to participate in, in video discussions of exciting new research. Following Congresses, they could be involved in developing learning modules and recorded discussions about research that was presented. Again, uh, if this is something that the DOL is actively involved in, they're really going to want to share it with their own audience and provide value to other healthcare practitioners. And there's a number of other ways, you know, coming to mind, you know, just providing educational and empowerment materials, like just giving them the materials they need to understand 
how the brand works, how the product works, and, and giving them a way to intelligently uh, discuss it online and to correct misinformation that's out there. What do you feel uh, lies ahead, Reid, over the next few years? How do you see the, the DOL space uh, evolving? Is there any trends you think will, will come into play over the next little while? Yeah, I mean, I think it's no question that this is going to become increasingly more important. It's obviously outside of the pharmaceutical world. The whole idea of, you know, online influencers is, you know, something that's not even a new concept. It's accepted as one of the major ways to, to market and to, um, to promote to uh, audiences. So in this world, it's, it's, it's going to be a similar effect. Uh, you know, uh, experts are experts and their voice moving from, you know, real world platforms to virtual platforms is just something that's going to happen. So I see nothing but increased growth in this area, especially with, you know, younger healthcare practitioners that are already comfortable with social media platforms, just finding a way to work with them and to build uh, alliances and, and alignment with, with their particular goals is going to be something that's just going to be a part of the regular mix of um, you know, marketing effort, efforts from healthcare companies in the future. Thank you to Reed for taking the time to chat with me recently. To find out more about Precision Scientia and their digital opinion leader mapping platform, go to www.precisionscientia.com. As always, you can find links and show notes at www.cartiscoulter.com forward slash podcast. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there so you can get episodes delivered straight to your inbox as soon as they become available. I wanted to mention the virtual event Second Medical Device Marketing Post-Pandemic is now taking place on November the 30th till December the 1st this year. And if anyone is interested in speaking, sponsoring or attending virtually this year, please visit the event page at www.carriscoulter.com forward slash MDMPP21, which stands for Medical Device Marketing Post-Pandemic 21. So that's all from this week's episode, my friends. Until next time, stay tuned, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.